Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Welcome to another Astros podcast. Beautiful Florida sunshine at 15 Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. I'm Mike Caps with the Morale Rock Express. Steve Sparks from the Astros alongside the opponent today, the New York Mets. We are looking forward to seeing their big first baseman, Pete Alonzo, tearing up the Grapefruit League. A 1.349 OPS, three homers, six runs batted in. But first, it's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist, Leading medicine. What about this pitching matchup? Fromber Valdez for the Houston Astros and Jason Vargas, the older left-hander from the Mets. Yeah, we know what we're going to get from Jason Vargas. Seen plenty of him throughout the years. He's a soft tosser. He's got a good changeup. He throws his changeup more than any other pitch. But for Fromber Valdez, kind of fighting for his life right now, especially when you consider the battle he has with Brad Peacock, who's going to pitch today as well. Peacock's pitched better than Valdez so far this year. Valdez has wobbled a little bit with his command. He's fallen behind hitters from time to time. But you can't deny the fact that people just don't hit him very well. I mean, his ball moves all over the place, weak contact all over the place. If they can sharpen him up mentally, have him more focused earlier in the at-bats, they've got something with, with Valdez. I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. The official sponsor of the Houston Astros. What about his part? Well, Pete Alonso, you mentioned that earlier with the Mets sitting right in the middle of the lineup, uh, and he's torn up the, the the Grapefruit League here. He may not start the season with the New York Mets. You know, we've talked about that. We saw that with many guys in the last uh, few years who, who don't make the team so they can control them for an extra year. But Alonso, he's a big power first baseman. Uh, it's fun to watch these young guys come and make their mark at the big league level, especially early on when you're, you know, you're still wobbling. Is he going to be a star? Is he going to be a superstar? Who is he? And so far, he's shown that he's going to be something special. He sure has. Coming up next, Sparky sits down with Houston Astros injured reliever Joe Smith. Now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Joe Smith is my guest today, and Joe's going to be out for about half the season with the Astros, and I'm catching up with him, and all he keeps talking about is Netflix and Amazon Prime. Uh, let's do some ratings. What's been your favorite thing you, you've got to 
watch because you spend five, six hours rehabbing here at spring training, but you got a lot of extra time on your hands, a lot of dead time. A lot of dead time this winter. That was hard when you're just an injury where rest is the key for the first, geez, four weeks. So right. it was, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, prime video. I think I went through, I went through all of Suits. That's eight seasons. I went through the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Jack Ryan, the night manager. And then I went back to uh, 24. I never watched 24 when I was growing up and on TV. And that's eight seasons long. I'm halfway through the fourth. Uh, season one, two, and three got me. They were really good. And season four, I'm kind. Of, it's kind of lingering right now. So I'm it's hoping it's the same thing with up. everything. They start to they start to wane about season four or five. It, it doesn't matter if it's eight seasons or, or five seasons. It seems like three seasons, it's good, yeah. and then they tank, right? I mean. I don't tank, but it's hard to come up with that much content and yeah. keep it going, man. You know, I'll probably start watching The Office again here soon. Mm-hmm. Get a little humor in my life. I started par- <laughs> <laughs> trying to pick myself up a little bit. Yeah. I started watching Parks and Recreations. That's it's going okay. I hope it gets better the the uh, second season. I've dabbled in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I watched season one. We're moving on to season two. I didn't realize I had this much time in my life. I, I don't think I've ever watched a full TV show or full seasons. Like I just. There's yeah. no time. Well, it was the Achilles for you, so it is going to take time. But you go through an emotional roller coaster when you're not able to kind of compete or, or hang, be out there with your buddies, don't you? Yeah, it's it's and every day, you know it sets in a little bit more. Like I was okay in the off season around family and friends and stuff, and then you get here with the boys and first week, you know, kind of excitement, you know, being back around even though you can't do anything. And then about a week ago, it got pretty monotonous and just you went to a dark place didn't you yeah just for a little while for like five days and I apologized to the trainers and I was like I'm sorry and then you know I had a talk with myself and I was like just get it together man like come in and do your stuff and you know but there's gonna be times through it like you know we just want to play you know and injuries are obviously a part of the game and then they happen and you just got to come in every day and just put all your focus into what you can control. It's sometimes easier said than done. I think for me, Joe, it might be even harder for you. It'd be harder for me because you're on such a good team and you want to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is fun, you know. And if you were somewhere where you're losing a lot of games, and I've been there, like even when you're playing, it's not really that much fun just getting your brains beaten every night. And you know, obviously last year was an unbelievable year for us, fell short of our goal, but, you know, this year the expectations stay the same and you just want to be a part of it. You know, there's not, you don't get to choose a lot of times where you end up playing and to be on a team this good. You just yeah. want to get out there and it's so much fun playing with these guys, the energy, enthusiasm they bring every day, man. It's just, it, it's just so much fun. All right, last thing, uh, your wife is going to be, pretty busy here in the next couple of weeks i'm sure she's probably already out there but Allie, your wife uh is a court reporter and she's going to be doing a lot of work for who now yeah she's worked for tnt full-time now so they they collaborate turner and cbs for the ncaa tournament so she'll be starting in that she's up at the new york for the seminars for that right now and then once uh march madness is over then come nba playoffs and that gets long because every series goes seven games and then the next one starts and um you know, is what it is. But hey, she's having fun, living her dream, and I'm coming in at about 6 a.m. 
<laughs> trying to get right. back so I can live mine. Yeah. But well, when she's um, done, you'll you'll be ready to go. You'll be you'll be on the mound again for the Astros. Yeah, that is probably true. Yeah. She'll be done in like June. That's so. We'll see. Hopefully, I can make it back by the time she's done. Right, it's Joe Smith. Thanks for catching up, Joe. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, bottom of the sixth inning in West Palm Beach. The Astros trail four to one to the Nationals. New pitcher Vidal Nuno. I'm Steve Sparks. We're with Mike Caps, the voice of the Round Rock Express, and we're joined by the beat writer for the Astros, Houston Chronicles, legendary Chandler Rome. Are you legendary right now, Chandler? Not even. Now that you're on the radio every not, third day? Well, he says he's not nervous. We can make him nervous very quickly here. <laughs> legendary is not, uh, not, not something that's ever been used to describe me. Do you feel like you can miss some of those shave patches since you're on the radio yeah, and not TV? Yeah, you know, when I went on TV with Julia, when I went, with, when I went on TV with Julia a couple weeks ago, I had to make sure I didn't shave in the dark like I do most mornings. Kemp will lead things off for the Astros. Tony takes a first pitch strike. Tony has flied out both times so far today, so you got a chance to talk to Wade Miley, who started for the Astros. Uh, Mike and I's assessment were that we thought he looked very sharp. What did he have to say about his outing? Well, first he was he was encouraged by his stamina. He said his last time out, going out for the third inning in Atlanta when he threw in Orlando, he said he was a little jelly-legged. He said he didn't have the endurance that he would have liked, but he said he felt good throughout the entire his entire outing day. He said he got ahead of hitters a little bit better than he has. He said he still wants to get in some better counts, but he said all in all, uh, a good outing for him. He's pleased at where he's at. Um, obviously, you saw the cutter. Obviously, you saw he, he broke a few bats, got some rollovers, which is kind of what that pitch is supposed to do. And he even got a broken bat or two off of lefties, too, which yeah. we, I wasn't anticipating. As Kemp takes the pitch low, it's 2-2. Two and two. And no one will be surprised to hear that the Astros are – obviously, Wade Miley is not going to be Garrett Cole or Justin Verlander where he thrives on elevated fastballs. But the Astros are asking him to elevate in some cases. And he said on his final batter of the game, he, uh, he, had, he had not seen the success he wanted to throughout the first three outings elevating how he wanted to, but he said on the final batter he faced today, I think he struck out. I, I can't remember who it was, but he got the strikeout, and he said that, that, was, a, that was the first time he'd seen, you know, playing that off the curveball, playing that off his off-speed stuff, elevating a little bit. So that's a good springboard for his next outing. Kemp takes one, maybe a half inch off that outside corner, makes the count full. What an eye. As we're talking to Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle, so we see, and you're down there too, as we watch pitchers throwing their bullpens, and we've seen Miley work on that four-seam fastball to complement his curveball. Pitch misses inside. What an at-bat by Tony Kemp to lead off the sixth inning here. Yeah, and the Astros are not, and, and Wade Miley even said this, the Astros are not trying to make him something he's not. Obviously, he'll throw the cutter. Um, he's going he's gonna to pitch to contact. He's not going to be a huge strikeout guy every, not, every, every time out, but... You know, just in some cases to some hitters, some matchups, um, the elevated stuff works. And the Astros are trying to incorporate that with him. They've had to change his delivery a little bit. A.J. Hinch was speaking about that this morning, something, some stuff to do with his posture. Maybe you'll see even an uptick in velocity from him. The radar gun had him, you know, 91 today a couple of times. Yep. As the first pitch to Alex Bregman misses low, pinch runner. And the Astros gained 15 inches in height. Alvarez for Tony Kemp. He is a specimen. Jordan Alvarez is just a massive he's human a, being. He's a beast, isn't he? Yeah. I've appointed him my official bodyguard to begin the season. <laughs> if I got to pick somebody in that clubhouse to go down a dark alley with, it's Jordan, Al Jordan Alvarez is probably my first choice. Well, it makes sense because I think both of you guys need bodyguards. That pitch is fouled off what? of the catcher key boom. For sure, Mike Caps needs a, a bodyguard, and you now with this <laughs> newfound fame, Chandler, 
I think you're going to start needing a, a bodyguard. Uh, I'll, uh, I don't know if I can pay Jordan Alvarez, but baseball will pay him. But I can, I can try. I, I can, I can compensate him. Uh, I can compensate him fairly if he wants to be my bodyguard. Obviously, you've never walked back to the hotel from the Memphis ballpark. I, funny you mentioned the Memphis ballpark. I, I, I interned in Memphis for a year and I covered the Redbirds. Um, that was the year they had the outfield with Oscar Tavares and Stephen Piscotty. And Man. so I know, knew you, and I didn't even know you. <laughs> That's awesome. Basically, yeah, and it, and it was way to go, Chandler. And, and it was a it was a great time there. That's um, excellent. I, I loved AutoZone Park. It's a great it, it minor is. league ballpark, it really is. and it's right in the heart of downtown Memphis. Which, as you alluded to there, there are some areas where you should probably not walk by yourself in downtown Memphis. You but there take, are some great areas. Take Jordan with your Don with you. That's exactly how you do it. One two pitch to Bregman's popped up just behind home plate, turning around and. Flicking his mask off momentarily is key boom. He puts it away for the first out of the inning. Mike, you wouldn't know this just talking to Chandler right now. He told me one time at one point last year that besides Jake Marisnik, he had the best hair in, in the locker room. That's not again not true. Uh, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole probably has I, I Garrett Cole probably has the second best hair in the Who locker. has the third best? Uh you have to think a little I'm going, bit to get I'm going, to third. I'm going up and down the, the list. Hector Rondon has some has some low-key good hair. Low-key yeah. good hair. Low-key good And Jose Altuve as well, um, just when, when it's when it's got product in it and it's styled, yeah. Um, but, no, I do not have the best hair in the Astros clubhouse. One out runner on first base. Brantley fouls the first pitch back. Brantley singled and scored back in the fourth. He's one for two. What are you noticing with Brantley in the clubhouse when you're there early in the mornings? He's just – and I don't want to say intense because he's not. He's he's pretty welcoming and he's pretty affable, but he's just got this kind of very reserved sort of professional way of going about things. He doesn't cut up very much. He laughs and he jokes with guys, but he's not the one that's in, that's kind of the ringleader of the cutting up things like that. He he he's a very professional guy, and we heard that. I I heard that from guys that covered him in Cleveland, and you heard that from anybody you talked to about Michael Brantley is his professionalism, and it and it. it manifests itself every day and every you normally would just see that on the field between the lines but you see it every day from Michael Brantley you can tell he comes in every day intent he's intent on what he's got to do that day he's got a plan and he's going to stick to it there's been some times where some reporters have asked him to do interviews and he, he's very nice about it but he says I got a plan I've got to go hit now and this, I'll be back this does not fit into my plan right now no it doesn't Pitch is inside corner to Brantley. Makes the count two and two. Four to one lead for the Nationals. We're in the bottom of the sixth. I got to tell you, I respect that. Even being a member of the media as we are, Sparky, a guy who knows his craft that well, knows himself that well. Slicing liner to left field. Coming in on it as Sanchez makes the grab on another well-struck ball by Brantley, but it's an out and there's two away. I think he's going to rub off on some of the players in a positive way. There's a reason that his locker is very close to George Springer's. Um, there's a reason that, uh, you know, you, then that's been talked about a lot in spring, in spring training is, you know, George Springer's not a young player anymore. He's a, he's a guy, he's, he's got five, six years in the big leagues, and, and he's, but he's a guy that could benefit a little bit from maybe some more consistency, some more – um, he, he's ha he's a very roller coastery type player. When he gets into a slump, it's not great. But when he's hitting and when he's when he's showing out, he's probably one of the best one of the best guys on this team. But and Michael Brantley is kind of the the snapshot of consistency um, within the clubhouse, and certainly a guy that I think George Springer will uh, will 
will learn, will gravitate to and maybe learn from his example. It's Alvarez leading off first base. The pitch to DeGote misses outside. I've talked to George Springer's dad a couple of times, and he told me that one time that every time he talks to George and he gets off the phone during the season, he always tells George to regulate. I said, what do you mean by regulate? He says, slow it down. Yeah, he's – George is – he's and A.J. Hinch talked about this earlier in spring. He's so athletic, and he's so unbelievably talented, and he wants to do so well. As a line drive shot by DeGote, it's a base hit. That, that Springer sometimes, he, he kind of overdoes it sometimes. There's just, he kind of, he sometimes does play with a reckless abandon. It's and his that, nature. And, and it can be a good thing, but there are some instances and some plays where it can be a bad thing. And I think that's certainly what, uh, what, it, what he meant by regulating himself. It's funny you mentioned George Springer's dad when I was walking up here. I saw him posing for pictures. In the, uh, really? In the con- so on the, the, on fan, the concourse. So the fans the- recognize him and oh, they're taking yeah. pictures? Something. That's going to be you soon, Chandler. Here's A.J. Reed. Nationals lead 4-1. to one. Runners on first and second. Reed has hit some monster shots here lately. Swinging the bat well. Takes a first one strike. Lefty on left here. Mayfield onto the on-deck circle. Starting to see more and more guys start to trickle out of camp. Yeah. I think it's uh, next few days we'll see a bunch of them. Swing and a miss. Reed through that one. Yeah, and, it, and it's not an indictment. I don't. The guys that are getting sent out, this isn't an indictment on their performance. Or I mean, it's just time. This is around the time where you start whittling that clubhouse to around which you're going to carry throughout the season. And you've got to start building that sort of camaraderie. I mean, you've got to start building that now. And this is the time to do it. Well, Reed goes down on three strikes. Nuno with the power breaking ball, and that'll do it for the Astros. Chandler Rome, Houston Chronicle. Thanks so much. Uh, Great checking in with you. All right. Thanks, Steve. Get some new hair product. (laughs) The Houston Astros Radio Network. That ball is gone. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. And you can kiss it goodbye. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.